the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Except there is a revelation of the power of the cross. It doesn't feel great preaching about it or listening to it. But the truth is, the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The message of the cross is foolishness. To those who are perishing, it's foolishness to the natural man. It's foolishness to the, you know, to the intellect. The message of the cross is foolishness to the intellect. But to those who are in the spirit, to those who are in the spirit, to those who have the mind of Christ, it is the power of God. That's 1 Corinthians 1.18. The message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. So there was that gospel in the days of Paul that attempted avoiding preaching about the cross. Not only in Paul's days, even in this our time, there is a gospel. And there are many, many out there, preachers, even big churches out there. They talk about small things, about wonderful things, about great things, about prosperity, about good life, and about all of those things, but they avoid talking about living for God. They avoid talking about living a righteous life, living a holy life. They avoid talking about living an obedient life, a feel-good kind of gospel, feel-good kind of gospel that talks about pleasurable and pleasant things. You know, this type of gospel is intended to sensitize human intellect and emotions. But it is no divine outcome. There is no change of life, no divine progress. They just you know, go to church to have a, a social interaction. You know, They won't go out to witness about Christ, to talk about Christ. When they are doing evangelism, they won't be there. It's a gospel of comfort and convenience. A gospel of ease. When your faith is that of convenience and comfort, the cross of Christ is of no effect in your life. When your faith is centered on convenience and comfort, your convenience and comfort is only when it is convenient for you. It's only when it is comfortable for you that you think about God, about Christ. It's only when, you know, it's convenient and comfortable if there is a reward to it. You know, maybe even monetary reward as when you consider. Then the cross of Christ is of no effect in your life. The Lord is speaking to us on crucifixion, precede resurrection. If you want to experience resurrection, you have to go the way, the path of crucifixion. you got to know the path of crucifixion and to walk that path. You have to walk the path of crucifixion, carrying about in the, in the body, the dying of the Lord Jesus, living the life of the dying of the Lord Jesus, that is the only way to experience the life of Jesus, the resurrection life of Jesus. To the degree you embrace the cross of Christ, that is the way of the cross. To the degree that you embrace the cross of Christ, the way of the cross, 
which says, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. To the same degree, you will experience the life-transforming power of his resurrection. To the degree you embrace the cross of Christ, to that same degree, you will experience the life-transforming power of his resurrection. Crucifixion precedes resurrection. That is what the Lord is speaking to us on. You see, the way of the cross is God's strategy for our victory, daily victory. The way of the cross, the path of the cross is God's strategy for our victory, daily victory. What is the way of the cross? The way of the cross is the wisdom of God that neither Satan nor the world can figure out because it is not according to human reasoning and emotions, but according to principles of the kingdom of God. The way of the cross is God's strategy for your victory. Without walking the path of the cross, without walking the way of the cross, there is no resurrection. There is no victory. If we are going to have the same victory of resurrection, we have to follow the example of Jesus. You can't talk about the glory of resurrection without speaking about the suffering of the cross. Let's listen to the words of the Holy Spirit in Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5 say, Let this mind, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Let this mentality be in you. Let this be the inclination of your heart. Let this be the life that you live. Remember the scripture that says we have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Let this be your mentality. Let it be, let this be the inclination of your heart. Let, let this be your lifestyle. Let it, let this be the life that you live. And what is the description of the life that Jesus lived for our example? It says that though he was God, he did not hold on to that status. He did not hold on to that authority, but he made himself of no reputation. In verse 7, he said, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of man and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow to those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, we see glory, the Father exalting Jesus, lifting him up and giving him a name above every name. But How did he get there? How did he achieve that? It was the way of crucifixion. It was the way of the cross. Crucifixion precedes resurrection. And the scripture by the Holy Spirit is saying to us that we should take this example. We should live according to this example. We should have the same mind. We should have the same mindset. We should live such a lifestyle. We should live a life of sacrifice. A life of humility, a life of obedience, the humility of Christ going to the cross, the obedience of Christ going to the cross, the sacrifice of Christ going to the cross. We should have the humility of Christ, the obedience of Christ. We have to have the same mind that Jesus had. Is that mind, that inclination of his heart, 
that submission to the will of the Father that brought in glory. So if we're going to experience the glory of resurrection, if we're going to experience the power of resurrection, we have to live the life of crucifixion, the life of crucifixion. We have to go the way of the cross. And again, this is our victory. This strategy, the way of the cross is God's strategy for our victory. The way of the cross is God's strategy for our victory. The way of the cross is God's strategy for our glory. The humility of Christ going to the cross, the obedience of Christ going to the cross, the sacrifice of Christ going to the cross brought in to glory. Brought in to glory. So we have been asked to live a life of humility, a life of obedience, a life of sacrifice, a life of humility, a life of obedience, a life of sacrifice. Let the cross of Christ walk in you. Let the cross of Christ walk in you. The cross of Christ is also the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God. Not the wisdom of the world. It's the wisdom of God. The cross of Christ is the wisdom of God to destroy the works of the devil. Humility is the wisdom of God. It's a principle of the kingdom of God. Obedience is the wisdom of God. It's a principle in the kingdom of God. Sacrifice is the wisdom of God. It's a principle of the kingdom of God. So crucifixion precedes resurrection, just as gentleness precedes greatness. And humility precedes honor. If you're looking for honor, humble yourself. If you're looking for greatness, be gentle. The scripture says, your gentleness has made me great. If you're looking for success, prepare to sacrifice. To the degree you sacrifice, you will experience success. Crucifixion precedes restoration just as suffering precedes glory. Crucifixion precedes restoration just as planting precedes harvest. You got to plant, you got to sow before you can be looking for harvest. You can't be looking for harvest having not sown. That's not the way to go. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's look at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2. It says, An I, brethren. Now, before an I, brethren, is chapter 1 from verse 26, talking about the strategy of God in using the foolish things of the world to shame the wise and using the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty and the base things of the world and the things which are despised, God chooses to bring to nothing the things that are. This is the strategy of God. This is the wisdom of God. This is what God does. God uses Foolish things, weak things, nonsensical things, things that don't make sense. Amen. So if the word of God doesn't make sense to you, but it's the truth, just do it. Just follow it. Just obey it. Even though it doesn't make sense. If you will obey it, God will use it to give you glory. God will use it to give you victory. That is your victory. Amen. So, Apostle Paul was talking about how the strategy of God in bringing about his glory. So in chapter 2, he said, And high brethren, because of that, and high brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech, of wisdom, 
declaring to you the testimony of God. When I came to you, I didn't come with, you know, with great philosophy, with great speech, with eloquence. In fact, I was even weak. I was not feeling so good. I had been persecuted before I got to you. I was shaking. But at the same time, I submitted myself in obedience to God and ministered to you, depending on the cross, depending on the power of the cross, depending on the power of God. So when I came, I determined not to know anything among you. I was not looking for who was this or that. I was not looking for anything. I was not asking, okay, who is the mayor of the city here? You know, who has a degree here? Who is educated here? Who has money here? Who is noble among you? Who is the governor among you? I was not looking for the glory of man in you. I was not looking for your worldly affairs, your worldly glory. In verse 2 it says, For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That is all that mattered to me. That is all that mattered to me. And because that was what my focus was, God manifested his power among you. So it says in verse 4, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. 